Hola Madridistas, hope you're all well today. Welcome back to another episode of the Let's Be Real podcast. And boy oh boy do we have a treat today. We have a small, uh, maybe I'd say rather grand, small but still rather grand, uh, well let's say performance review of what happened at Celtic Park in Glasgow followed by a preview of what's going to happen versus RCD Mallorca. I'm joined today by an amazing panel with Jacob and Sunaid. What's up guys? How are you today? I've been better, gotta say. <laughs> and Jacob, how are you today? I'm same as well. Um, Can't complain. Later. Yeah? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Before how was the host? How was the host? How are you? Ah, oh, nobody yeah. asks that ever. I'm good, thank you. Host is kind of the fall guy, so no, yeah. nobody gives a fuck. Fair enough. I mean, <laughs> can't complain, you know. But, 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 um, before yeah. we get into it, boys, um, I have a bit of a TLDR for people who listen to us, for people who miss the game. I'll just, uh, yeah, I have a piece prepared and everything. I'm a journalist now, so let's go. First, a quick recap of what happened this Tuesday in front of a sold-out 60,000-strong Celtic Park in Glasgow. An eventful meeting for two teams who hold a 100% league start in their respective leagues. Bet you mm. didn't know that. Real Madrid versus Celtic gave us a taste of what the UCL Knights are and should really be about high-quality football in front of a thunderous crowd. Well, Celtic put their best foot forward with constant and intense attacking threats the first 20 minutes. So pure attacking football from Celtic, which ended in McGregor hitting the post memorably around the 20-minute mark. Minute 30 was pure agony for us as Real Madrid fans when we saw Karim Benzema limping away to be substituted by none other than Eden Hazard, who could be on a, well, rebound. Anyway, as the game went on and Celtic's pace took a toll on them, in a move quite similar to the UCL final, a quick Valverde run and cross ended in a beautiful finish by Vinicius in the 56th minute. Four minutes later, our lead was doubled by Magic Modric, assisted by none other than Hazard. Nobody saw it coming, least of all Celtic. Hazard capped off a good day showing with a goal of his own, taking the final score to Real Madrid 3, Celtic 0. And that's it boys, what do you think? How was the game? Thoughts? More than the game, that, that was an awesome uh, introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could never do that. I'm off the cuff, you know. I just like to go off the cuff. The, the, the monologue never works for me. Yeah. yeah, man. Fair play, fair play. Good stuff. No, 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 no. Let's talk about the game, though. That's what the people, that's what the people want. Um, you can I, go I, for I'll, it come to, I'll come to you, Sunaid. Um, what are your thoughts oh, okay. on the total game first? Right, like you said, uh, sold out Celtic Park. Um, one of the underrated, uh, you know, atmospheres in Europe. Uh, rich tradition. Mm -hmm. uh, Glasgow is always always special. Uh, not exactly Celtic Park, but you know, we have a we have an association with Hamden Park, mm -hmm. uh, the infamous. Zidane Wally that won us uh, the Champions League um, in 2000, 2002. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, uh, the atmosphere speaks uh, for itself. And the, how, how, the, how the game 
started especially uh we didn't have any kind of control mm-hmm. um i could see only bits of the first half but from what i heard and uh the highlights i saw uh we were on the back foot uh from the get go um alaba making like a huge block in the first like uh, 30 seconds or you know uh, 50 seconds so yeah they they were um, ready to bring the fight to us uh, they were putting us under a lot of pressure um i, I told you i told you i, I want to know where farooq is you know <laughs> like he was laughing this I, off like i, I uh, remember that i saw the first 30 minutes yeah. uh, i saw the first 30 seconds and i just said holy oh. shit man so nice right it was intense yeah. it was unrelenting mm-hmm. they just kept coming at right. us they just kept running at the back line they just kept right. uh, running kavahal out of position but then we'll come to that in a minute commenting on the atmosphere uh, i'll just quickly go to jacob to ask what how the atmosphere changed for us as real madrid fans uh, around the 30 mark minute like how i said uh, benzema limping off a benzema injury what do you think how do you think that changes things for us as real madrid well first of all like uh, like sunik said we have blown off from the first minute mark like even before that um, their crowd was right behind them mm-hmm. and we had a really uh, difficult uh, time in building any sort of momentum or any sort of passes together because they were it, they're all in a blitz for the first 30 minutes and then yeah watching karim benzema limp off was a really heartbreaking moment like uh, i had uh, it, it is never fun to watch right like he has a very specific way of limping yeah. which is even more hard it hurts man yeah. it hurts yeah, yeah. hurts and like his face said it all like it really hurt um and, and he's very wise you know like if if he if he sees that um, like it's it's kind of bad he never takes a it's a chance he knows more than anybody that they phase out you know we are being kind of fucked true um yeah and then uh, just looking at the bench uh, seeing we have no realistic options apart from hazard maybe rodrigo coming on Uh, that uh, was uh, also heartbreaking mm. <laughs> uh, but then like as soon as hazard came on like i didn't expect uh, us to do anything much in the game but then mm. i don't think anybody did. i don't think even hazard yeah. expected himself to <laughs> as well as he did i mean fair play to the boy um yeah yeah i mean as you said looking at the bench um you might wonder if you're missing something i mean we took chances with jovic didn't work out would have been the perfect replacement again a story of what could have been but then it is what it is hazard came on did a blitzing performance amazing from him but to add more to the benzema injury he's out for two weeks um or so the latest report says it seems as if he's still constantly under monitoring it's an injury to the semi tendinosus i don't know what that means so it's a tendon and a strain to a muscle in the right thigh effectively he's out for two weeks um so you three games right that's what that's what i read three games yeah so then yeah. the question is what is the impact in the next coming games especially remembering that we have a game against atleti coming up acd mayoka will probably be able to overcome i mean more about that in a minute but then it it raises a question what happens if benzema is not at his best in the coming weeks how mm. do you think the team then lines up um yeah i'll come to you sunaid or jacob if you would like to go first just 
take um, yeah, sure. Um, so just commenting on the injury. So uh, I I'm not sure this is correct, but I read from somewhere uh, from a Twitter source saying that uh, the injury consists of like uh, two separate muscle like of tendon as well as a muscle group which is on the opposite parts of the leg. And according to him, uh, the physiotherapist who co commented, this uh, injury could uh, potentially take uh, like even three to four weeks uh, depending on the player's uh, fitness. Mm -hmm. oh, as God. well as uh, how the recovery goes and we we have to mm -hmm. uh, remember like Karim Benzema um he's not a young strapping lad anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus yeah one of the most uh, overworked players in in the planet <laughs> and uh, guy, even when uh, he does come back from injury we usually uh, rush him too fast because we have no real alternatives so i'm mm. really uh, you know bummed about this one and bad moment to happen as well with uh, all of the important you, games coming up. You, you you made a brilliant point. Like we always rush him back, but uh, I sincerely hope, like uh, you know, Yadu try to prep up the Hazard uh, blitzing for, for performance. I hope you know he can actually put uh, put stuff to work finally, man. It's now or never. It's now or never. We we, we have always uh, spoken about this, you know, mm -hmm. like. Um, this this should be his uh, reincarnation. Um, yeah, I mean, I've heard, he, I've heard people say gone. that it's his pretty much his last chance, as in it's now yeah. never because it's the perfect, more than the perfect opportunity. It's the best. I mean, he can give us a fighting chance against anything on his day. Um, mm. Sunay, do you think it's realistic that we see more of Hazard uh, in the lineup in the next three? Four weeks, maybe. See, that's why I'm praying, right? Like, I, I have no faith in him, and people have <laughs> been pretty vocal. Um, uh, people who know me uh, know that I'm pretty vocal about the Hazard uh, fiasco, but um, they have always been uh, very keen on pointing out that I lack faith, which I have to put my hands up and say they're, they're right. And he's got to prove me wrong. And I hope he does, uh, he does absolutely that, because uh, if he doesn't do that, Benzema has. Uh, has to be rushed back and then you know uh it's it's kind of uh, a scenario of uh stuff worsening up so i really want him to kind of you know help the team out in this very uh difficult uh scenario and kind of you know make benzema wait a bit more and kind of ease him back into you know uh the thick of it mm. but i i just i just i just just warning the people again, you know, this was Celtic, right? Although it was Celtic away, not easy, not easy, but Celtic is kind of the level of opposition that, you know, uh, you expect Hazard, us to run over. Yeah. Um, like against top quality opposition, um, I'm not sure yet that he can, you know, provide the vintage performance he did on, on Tuesday. Mm, fair enough. Jacob, thoughts? Love your skeptical views as always. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I'm just going to ask, like, uh, what's it going to take for us Martyrist to, you know, get behind this guy and trust him again? Because I'm We are behind that guy. Like, yeah. bro, I posted in the chat. See, I've been watching football for a long time. Nobody has gotten away with this kind of thing. I, I get it. It's been injuries, right? Like, it's not about, it's not a question about his attitude or anything. But even then, he's been protected by, by everyone for a long time. You know, like, don't you think protection means we are act we were actually behind him for a good good part of his uh, real bad career? What do you think? Yeah, I feel like uh, we've never um, 
blamed him for anything as fans yeah. even when he when he didn't perform uh, to what we expect yeah i mean um, he but faced then, maybe he faced like one fourth of the criticism that bale has faced in the same amount no, of time even lesser than that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah please please no, continue but, Yeah, yes, uh, while tell you like uh, I'm pretty hopeful for this season. This is a World Cup year like uh, this is Hazard's last chance as well to perform in well in a World Cup. So I'm pretty sure he's going to get that motivation from somewhere and you know perform well for us. So I'm looking forward to the next two games just to see what he can bring us early in the season. Fair actually fair point. He was involved in all three goals which is a very encouraging encouraging fact, you know, very encouraging. Um usually we at least me um i used to be very petty um uh about <laughs> really? his, uh, over, i didn't know uh, that yeah like honestly, i felt that i felt that like his uh, overall uh, inclusion in 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 uh in play has been he has been pretty passive so it was kind of refreshing to see honestly you know absolutely i mean the the other option uh, as doris put in the chat was to play modric as a false nine uh at which point mm. she also said that she would stop watching the game so interesting mm-hmm. interesting weeks up ahead uh which brings me to the next talking point about celtic about the game at celtic about well somebody different than the players it's about carlo carlo has a bad record or at least had a bad record versus celtic at celtic uh apparently he had never won there with milan mm. he faced them in the group stages and round of 16 and lost both times 1-0 yeah mm. is it is it also not just hasard's redemption is it also a carlo ancelotti redemption what did what what did he do right what did he do that's so different i mean it was basically the ucl lineup uh, minus casemiro and after 30 minutes i'm sorry minus benzema um what are your thoughts jacob i'll let you go first no it's like uh, i don't think we changed much uh, from what we've seen this season we just uh, held on to our uh, principle of play which was uh, try to build out from the back try to calm things down when things are hectic mm-hmm. it didn't really kick off in the first few minutes uh, and in the first half to be honest but uh, you know we just got there in the end we just persevered i feel like uh, we got there in the end uh, carlo didn't have to change much fair enough Sunil, Chaumini mm. uh, versus uh, Casemiro, upgrade, downgrade, can't say yet. Don't want to say yet. What do you think? Uh, too early, too early. Casemiro, big, big, big shoes to fill. You mm. know, um, the early signs are promising. Yeah, this was Chaumini. I think just his fifth uh, Champions League appearance. So Damn. he's 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 getting a feel of it. Um, he's he's he, he's similar to Casemiro in so many ways and yet he is kind of different so it it gets like it gets to show that you know this is kind of an evolution um a revolution rather than an uh, an evolution you know, mm-hmm. uh, in the Casemiro uh, for our team um but Chouameni isn't isn't the only one we should be talking about we should be talking about Cruz you know Absolutely. who was the official one of the match um uh the other night he was he was too good too good you know um people uh, like if you if you talk to farooq um you know he'll tell you how much i used to kind of uh, doubt this guy's ability mm-hmm. you know because um the the past humiliations 
not exactly humiliation but it, it felt kind of humiliating the, the way we kind of got uh, got we got knocked out uh, against city um under zidane I, i thought our midfield was kind of a weak point and these guys didn't have the legs so you know didn't didn't have the legs used to be the phrase that these guys used to beat me up with and uh, this guy proves me you know keeps proving me wrong again that it's not a, not all about athleticism it's it's kind of you know his reading of the game and the way he he fucking pings passes across the pitch you know it's so effortless uh like how how we can switch play how we can escape the press him and modric was was on point and that is how we kind of you know got in, uh, we got back into the game and kind of uh, started asserting our, our dominance mm-hmm. and like jacob said carlo never um never has to do anything you know uh, out of the box he just lets modric and cruz kind of dictate the tempo there was and, a there was an interview no. uh, at the middle of the yeah. week where carlo said uh, managing cruz and modric is the easiest thing he's done his whole life goes to yeah. goes to show you how how amazing that is uh, and this is the man who has who has managed people like sirov managed people like pirlo managed uh, you know like some very exceptional midfielders zidane you know at uae um so like it's high high praise and you could see you know uh, opposition teams they they get carried away when they see that uh due due to their relative freshness and uh, obviously like younger midfielders and, and you know like they have they kind of have the they kind of have more more to them kind of kind of athleticism um in the opening stages of the game and when they see that oh, oh modric and cruz are not exactly getting to you know 50 50s uh, early stages they get carried away and they feel like okay we can get at them but as the game wears on they'll show you it's not so easy you know and once they get going it's difficult to kind of contain them that's how it turned out and they were in my opinion the game changers you know was the Absolutely. Yeah, I just before mm. before coming to Jacob, let me just add that uh Modric has been consistently receiving standing ovations not just at home but in away games as well. Absolutely amazing to see the opposition fans respect him. Three the away games back to back, right? Exactly, yeah. Consistent standing ovation Modric. <laughs> I mean that, that's Yeah, to be fair, I I do the same. I mean when if if and when i see modric i'm just standing up and clapping yeah fair fair enough before it gets before it gets weird i'll come to you jacob <laughs> no i'm going to make it weird uh, oh, so no. <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't even give my dad a standing ovation or uh, if he comes into the room i won't stand up but if modric comes <laughs> in like i'm definitely going to do that <laughs> that's how much uh, respect i have for this guy how much oh, respect everyone yeah. has for this guy actually because He is a living legend. Uh, wherever he goes, people are people know they are lucky to see a version of him at least, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna remember him for the rest of their lives. That's how special he is. Yeah, I mean, talking about the other players, uh, I'll just, I mean, you. you Very well, Valverde. Very well, Valverde. We can't, we can't, we can't skip on him. Yeah, you know. Fair enough. Let's talk about the past. The past, you know. There, there, there's an angle that uh, that that is kind of. circulating in, in like meme pages and stuff like that mm-hmm. um like on the screen you can't see Vinicius and he still picks him up true you know yeah 
the absolute vision i think the most uh, interesting part of that for me is that that pass has been first executed to perfection second thing practiced to perfection it's not the first time that he's pinged that cross across it's not the first time that vinicius has scored in that exact on, on that exact cross at the end of it intercepting it in the middle just to tap it in whatever whatever but um, yeah the absolute vision the pace on him whatever word it was an outstanding player i mean not not on the pitch on his day blah 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 all of that but also at celtic park just yeah he just gave that version of him which uh, most defenders can't fathom or it seems like yeah it's like this there's a, there was there was an important bit uh, for the vinicius goal we kind of broke uh, the record for most passes involved um, in an uh, for a goal in an away fixture since 2002 i i think 2003 and then, 2004 yeah 22 uninterrupted yeah, passes yeah and then for the next goal we kind of broke the record again mm-hmm. uh for the hazard goal with like 34 un- uninterrupted passes but yeah man going going back to fede um people used to be always uh kind of doubtful about you know yeah this guy has lots of energy he he is kind of uh Uh, like lightning in in a, in a bottle like he has so much so much to give he's very direct but people used to always wonder uh, if he can translate that into numbers um into assists and goals and uh, it's very it's very good to see that he's adding that to his game and this season he you know he, he's kind of putting he's kind of taking along nicely you know um yeah man fede so versatile so versatile you know people say right hand side is kind of uh, a crutch that we used to kind of you know be stable but you know he's proving otherwise at least so far absolutely sensational i would say uh, mm. but then we also had our share of a bad or let's say misfortune this game i mean and i'm not just talking about benzema uh, reports that came after the game also reported mm. injuries for another important player for us militao militao was right mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'll i'll come to jacob for the details because jacob has an inside scoop yeah just uh, not a lot of details uh, released in the case of militao it's just that uh, he didn't appear for training um, today and then uh, he did train indoors with karim benzema so we can expect him to be out for at least two games mm-hmm. uh, or from the uh, when he was taken off like it just uh, looked like a precautionary measure mm-hmm. it didn't look serious at all I'm, i was uh, fully expecting him to start uh, the next game but uh, doesn't look like it but uh, it's a good chance i guess uh, for rodiger to prove his worth early on in the season before there are any you know there are always like every uh, game is crucial fixture mm-hmm. but i feel like a, a good run out is just exactly what rodiger needs hasta el final as we always say um so he was he was in peel uh, rodiger was really really good you know um in, in defense and uh, like it, it was kind of coming against the the run of things you know like he didn't expect to kind of come on that early and have to do uh, a shift you know um in defense and he was really good rodiger was really really good so yeah more of the same more of the same Even we Mendy, need to he he had a yeah. he had a let's say mendy was really good interesting overlap with the mendy i mean the runs that mm. they made they either started together mm-hmm. or they were instances that they were both looking at each other 
thinking who should mm. start really interesting to i mean it would still be really interesting to see how rudiger plays along with uh, mendy I, i read mendy completed all of his passes mendy solid man i i mentioned it in the last episode we rarely talk about this guy and you know which which gets to show how how kind of pristine his overall game um, game is uh you know like he, even when he doesn't contribute much to attack um he still kind of gets on with his duties uh, very very well so yeah man nandi was also terrific terrific the left side um is essentially kind of safe at least in our minds because we know that nandi mm. is there uh even if mm. it doesn't require the dropping back that valverde has to do for mm. on the right so mm. yeah interesting interesting stuff kawahal on the other hand uh in maybe it's the intensity of the game uh kawahal had a good game i would still say it was a good game but it's uh it's a little odd to see uh all the attacks coming kawahal's way being focused on the right side because of mm. them knowing that a, the pace is not what it used to be with kawahal mm. mm. yeah there there's always space behind kawahal and it's, mm-hmm. it's a worry um i just think i just hope you know um as uh like we get deeper into the season he he kind of you know um hold 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 down the forte um on his side otherwise you know like people will start uh, actually targeting him and i think they already are mm-hmm. which is which is which is going to be a problem yeah maybe we'll see them. more of a uh, rudiger switching up positions over with alaba i mean center backs but still they are both very versatile players maybe 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 further down the line that's in carlos plan still um, mm. so you guys don't believe in lucas vasquez to do the job lord vasquez people who uh, i mean yeah i still pray to him every day so there's no <laughs> there's no disbelief there i'll tell you something that's uh, really interesting i don't know if i've said it in this podcast like before officially uh so on your birthday right when you register on the real madrid website as a fan they send you uh, a video message on your birthday uh i received mine last year i think it was from lucas vasquez the year before from gareth bale so yeah it's uh, it's all good man me and lord vasquez lord vasquez get along quite well so yeah always always it is, it is very eye opening that you pray to him you know yeah yeah lord it vasquez our uh, lord and savior all of his yeah. all of his crosses are still insider landed. info people insider info <laughs> you don't get this anywhere else yeah fair enough uh That's the the one thing pivo 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 he had a good game as well mm-hmm. nobody talks about him he always he has ex- a good game at this point we kind of expected from him i think uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because he was he, imperial he was scary in front of goal uh he, the celtic players had a lot of a uh, lot of ground to overcome to get past him never happened i remember there was this chance was it at the beginning of the second half or the first half mm-hmm. uh this the japanese a chinese substitute uh, who came on maida or something i forgot his name oh, yeah. he had a scuffed shot mm-hmm. uh straight in courtois like it was such an easy chance like you know uh he was one on one unmarked um yeah man just his mere presence kind of puts off uh, you know people so the aura without people without people we all know where we would be you know it'll be far off of this kind of you know no, comfort yeah you know I think that's This is kind of the I have this is so surreal to me because this is kind of the comfort that I've kind of fallen back into mm-hmm. 
which I think the last time I felt like that was the three page era. Not essentially in 2018, but 2016 and 2017. Like I was like, I'll you know, uh, I knew that our team would find a way. I'm kind of getting into that groove, which is which is so relieving, you know. Mm. Um, I never thought Carlo would achieve that kind of status. So, yeah, man, this, our team is looking really good, really good. And the season's developing really well. Um, and I'll just I'll just mention this just for the sake of it. Everything's heating up inside the UCL group. Um, Shakhtar Donetsk had an impressive performance. Uh, oh my yeah. God! Yeah, against RB Leipzig, who who looked like they're struggling. So I saw the game. Peter yeah. Gulachi, mm-hmm. blood on your hands. Peter Gulachi, captain, captain. He, he shouldn't be doing that. Shouldn't be doing that. Not not like a good twenty yards away from your you know away from your goal. No chance. Stop. Heating up, heating up. Uh, interesting fixtures coming up. But then again, talking about interesting fixtures, boys, I think it's time that we look at a preview and uh, look ahead to our game against RCD Mallorca. If there aren't any other points that you'd like it's to It's such an early kickoff on Sunday, 8 a.m. over here. Is you it? Know, very early kickoff. Yeah. Let me Usually it's here. 10. It's, it's an 8 a.m. kickoff over here. I don't know about the European. Oh yeah, it's two p.m. Yeah, two p.m. for us. So that's uh. Afternoon kickoff. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh. What what do they call it? Uh, siesta time. So usually, you know. Mid- is it midday or afternoon? Midday is post lunch. Midday is what? Post lunch, like sleepy time. But then you get yeah. Real Madrid versus. Till six a.m. You're pretty much in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'll, I'll come to you, Jacob, for a quick uh, rundown of what's happening. With again, I mean, with RCD Mallorca first, and then we'll talk about how Real Madrid could line up and how we could play against RCD Mallorca. Yeah, take it away, Jacob. Yeah, sure. So Mallorca, like as far as I can remember, they've only won uh, one game in their last uh, five, and it was against Rayo that they won two uh, 0 In all the other games, they, but uh, one thing to note is that they've been really hard to break down because they have a deep defensive block. And, you know, their go-to strategy is just to hit teams on the counter, uh, hope to uh, utilize the line-breaking abilities of uh, Kangin Lee, uh-huh. their star player. And uh, Moriki has been pretty cl- uh, clinical for them as well. Um, so they even held Athletic Club to a goalless draw, uh, where Athletic Club had a multitude of chances, but their keeper did uh, have a really amazing night. Mm-hmm. So that's something to watch out as well. And, you know, uh, these kind of early fixtures, they're always a banana peel for uh, Real Madrid uh, traditionally. So, I feel like our players are also in the siesta mode. <laughs> and, uh, sometimes it uh, takes a bit of uh, time to uh, get ourselves uh, up and ready. Maybe a goal uh, conceded to really wake us up. We have been mm. developing into this uh, second half FC. Uh, it, it it keeps yeah. things interesting, but it's also a lot of, uh, I don't know, it, it just spikes my anxiety. Not, not good for your, not good not for good your heart, heart, but, yeah. uh, but Mayoka, um, you know, uh, like what Jacob said, uh, Muriki, in, like, he, he's going to test our, uh, you know, centre-back pairing again, aerially, he, he, he is, a, he's a big, big guy. Um, Kangen Lee, like, like he like mentioned, is a very um, exciting player. Surely, want want to watch. Um, 
But yeah, man, Mallorca is always nobody really kind of get intimidated by Mallorca, but you never know, you know. Uh, Mallorca is that kind of team um, that can cause a dent uh, on their day. I still remember one of the games that I had to <clears throat> actually rinse my eyes after watching. You know, I remember was a, a goalless draw against Mallorca. You know, at home, uh, nil nil, which which was so hard to watch. Uh, they can be uh, really frustrating to play against. Um, but yeah, man, I just hope you know Vinny continues his vein of form. This 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 is really good. I'm not sure. Does he have four goals already? All comps. I think so. Um, yep. Yeah. So, he scored in all the games so far. Okay. Oh, did he? Right. Okay. Okay. See, that's even more impressive. Every game, you say. Every game. Yeah, consecutively. Yeah. Ooh, man, so mm. fire. Yeah. Okay, and don't jinx it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calma. But you know, I just hope it continues. And he, 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 he got to kind of take that mantle on, mm-hmm. especially with Benzema missing. True. You know, um, I'm, I'm not sure how we are gonna set up. But I would prefer <clears throat> Hazard to be given that consistency again, and uh, you know Carlo showing him that trust. It's against Mallorca. It's at home. Uh, the pressure is kind of again very very low. Um, but I have this feeling that you know Rodrigo might also start. I was going so, to ask you. I mean, Rodrigo's been your golden boy since yeah, game one. Yeah. And uh, I was just going to ask, would you prefer Hazard over Rodrigo based on current form or Rodrigo over Hazard again based on current form? Uh, on current form, this, see, again, this is again the protection that I was alluding to earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, we are kind of spoon feed Mr. Eden, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> at this point. And, um, and, Hoping and praying that you know the hundred million gamble we made so many years ago finally comes to fruition, mm-hmm. and I think this is the one final ritual that we need to you know do and kind of trust Eden because I know deep down Rodrigo is gonna come and change games for another ten years. I'm pretty confident about that. Like people are gonna keep doubting his credentials to start, mm-hmm. but um, any at any moment. He comes on. He can have a very telling impact in, in you know, especially uh, high-profile games. But, I get that. Um, I get that. Um, but then the question is: uh, I'll come to you, Jacob. Would you prefer Hazard on for sixty minutes, Rodrigo on for thirty, or would it be the other way around? I mean, uh, if we were to believe in Hazard, like this would be the game to start him. You know. Uh, give him that uh, breath of confidence that he needs. Uh, maybe uh, let's see. Uh, Rodrigo could be interesting coming off the bench as well against a bit more tired Mallorca mm-hmm. uh, to break the lines. But uh, like we said, like maybe we can even swap out Valverde to someone in the midfield, uh, give uh, Modric or Cruz some rest, and you know having an additional goal threat in uh, Rodrigo certainly helps. That's true. It's, it's one of those. Uh, I I read a couple of Twitter. Well, comments that said uh, it's one of those stat padding games that Real Madrid could use but then I mm. I refuse to believe that just because I remember the 2019 performance we lost 1-0 uh, with uh, Odrio Zola getting a red card so it can be a frustrating opponent uh, our history says I have some stats here and our history says that we won of the 20 games uh, Real Madrid has won 15 times 
we've drawn twice and uh, mallorca has won thrice both teams looking mm. to add on to that stat um, mm. what major change can we expect from our tactics going into the game sorry uh, i feel like i mean we know that, on, we, we know that carlos been very consistent with his uh, consistency in picking the team but then mm. is this one of those games where he's like okay let's lift the foot off the lever let's give the people some rest uh, get them ready get them rested but this season this season, this season is not uh, vintage carlo you know mm-hmm. he he has kind of rested uh, at least a defender you know from uh, like and rotated it around like because he has options he now has made it now exactly yeah. we now have options which is a completely different uh, question altogether but yeah but mental injury kind of kind of i think puts everything back into his you know uh, rigid uh, picking pattern but mm-hmm. um, i think i think carlo has learned from his past you know ventures that you can't rely on a 14 man squad if you're going to you know go deep into major competition so i think i think we can see cruz being benched right i think so maybe yeah so yeah. many modric and uh sabayos do, do, do you think sabayos can start kamavinga probably and then um if if modric is starting then sabayos subbed on after mm. 60 75 Sabayos has been really Yeah, Sabayos has been making some, you know, minute appearances here and there. Uh also excited for him. Mm. Decent decent player, a good sub, mm-hmm. especially with tired legs. Yeah, but uh, Can can you, can you tell me so completely off topic, but uh, can you just tell me um is uh, the Atleti is the Madrid derby next weekend? I like after the Leipzig check i think it is after the leipzig game it is yeah so atletico madrid real madrid on the 18th of september at 9 pm germany well 9 pm germany rb leipzig versus real madrid the the game just before that is on 14 september and on 11 september which is our next game we are facing rcd mallorca i i just worry you know i just hope uh, you know we we can keep all our players fit because 60 minutes are going to turn up on the clock and i can see simeone bringing off um, griezmann you know his it has been his from card yeah. not to start him because there is a clause that you know if you guys have read it you know um, smart play from like, him uh, and something that i'd expect something that i'd expect yeah. from simeone to be fair mm-hmm. something that i'd expect from him uh, yeah so 60 minutes in tired legs Griezmann has been a game changer uh, even in mm-hmm. the previous uh, UCL tie where they where they won 2-1 thanks to a Griezmann goal uh, we mm-hmm. can definitely expect an appearance from him him testing our backline like, and let's look up the lock topic if i may right yeah. so um since you mentioned Simeone so Simeone's son kind of you know like chopped clops uh, Oh, you know i don't um, think the english off. i don't think the english media has recovered yet from the from the shock if i'm honest no, 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 no. they they still find a way i still remember after the champions league final they they they, they were still saying oh liverpool is still the team to beat you know Why? they'll be the team to beat next year as well we just beat them so you know i want to ask you you know like uh, 
you you saw the thrashing they got at the hands of Napoli, which is their Napoli is a very exciting team, especially their their Georgian uh, new wonder kid. You know, um, Kavat. I'll just K. I'll just call him K. You know, it's so difficult to pronounce his name, but you know, uh, stuff like that. You could see, you know, um, dynasties always like people say uh it, it, like it's not sustainable but sh- shouldn't we credit carlo and zidane and you know their whole kind of amalgamated fusion for how stable we have been throughout these last 6 years I'll let's just, say uh, b- before i answer i'll just add uh, add the name of the player so it's quicha kwaratskhelia quicha kwaratskhelia kwaratskhelia kwa Varetskhelia, Kovaretskhelia. Kovaretskhelia or something, yeah. He, he looks really yeah. good. He looks amazing. 8 million, bargain. 8 million signing, you know. Absolutely. I mean, Liverpool, uh, have you, again, this this might just be off topic, but have you heard of the, was it the Sevens curse? Um, haunting Klopp? Okay, so in his seventh year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mons, yeah. Dortmund. Mines, yeah, 70 and here. Yeah, uh, it's like the seven, seven Hawkers, like in Harry Potter. If you have read Harry Potter, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so seven years. Wait, that's uh, actually surprising. Like, uh, he was at Dortmund for seven years. I think so. Yeah, or at least Twitter mm. claims, football Twitter claims that he has. Mm. I still need independent fact checkers on that. Again, but I'm sorry, uh, that's away from the topic. But footballing dynasties, yes, uh, teams that have been uh, playing that well over years. over the years i mean continuously consistently over the years are few and far and very low in number the only teams that i can remember are real madrid and maybe fc barcelona if you ignore the recent mm. form uh, bayern bayern sorry absolutely extent. bayern for a very long time and dortmund trying to keep up with them they've been i mean strong contenders every season uh, some sort you may domestically not so much in europe yeah sums up the Bundesliga i mean fair. see this is the thing you know like uh, people hype this up uh, in press and stuff like that but they only have one way of playing and uh, like i don't know if you guys know that his number two actually put out a book pep linders i, I guess his name is he put out a book uh, that uh, that says inside liverpool um that's that's the title i think which completely details the way they play their patterson play everything uh at the end of last season imagine your imagine david ancelotti doing something like that right after winning the champions league yeah no that's like that's not that, happening that idiotic stuff you know yeah. like people just have to go online or on amazon or on kindle you know buy a copy and kind of figure out how liverpool is going to play and they are so fucking stubborn you know they they are kind of falling of the rails and it's so happy to see i just had to bring this up i hate them <laughs> i mean no but uh, just to add to that uh, i don't think even if uh, david ancelotti releases such a book uh, team still won't be able to handle us because we have like really spectacular spectacular players in our midfield in our attack but liverpool they just play to a system which we don't really have we just depend on our players to carry us through so i believe even if the scouting report goes out nobody can do anything to us mm Yeah, that's the we just want to win, you know. Like uh, no matter the way we do it, you know, that's 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 what matters. So. 
Absolutely, boys. Yeah. It's, it's been a Rest in peace, Klopp. <laughs> Bro, just no, 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 no. <laughs> this podcast does not <laughs> endorse the same views that uh, Sunay just presented. Uh, just, for the, just for the sake of it, uh, but I, I'd like to end the podcast on a on a very good note, guys. Uh, recent news suggested that, oh, I mean, not just suggested. Recent news. The Queen died. Well, what is it with this podcast, man? No, 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 no. Recent news uh, revealed that Vinicius has uh, finally got his uh, Spanish passport, which yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing news to look forward to. Means that uh, we can sign more Brazilian players. Yay! So yeah, good it happened two days sports. after the window closed or something, right? Exactly, two yes. or three days. Again, this it's, is it's the Real Madrid yeah. stuff, bro. It's just last. Wait for last <laughs> minute and then just do your miracle. It's it's Real Madrid. The kid is a Real yeah. Madrid icon. Yeah, growing up to be. Anyway, already, already. Yeah. I think Vinicius Tobias can be called up, right? So it's another, another selection headache. Good selection headache at right back for Carlo it's, and he team. In, always, in always good to have options, and uh, I know that the scouting team has put out m- multiple tweets about multiple players. I mean, we'll mm. review them in a separate episode if, uh, yeah, if everything goes according to plan. If the play, if the fans demand it. Sorry, sorry. Uh, quick, uh, mm-hmm. quick, quick point. Since since we touched everything on Celtic and we didn't mention any of their star players, I thought Diego Jota was really good. You know, he looks like a proper signing. Um, he could do a job for us, you know, like if we ever uh, go in for him. Like he, he's a, I feel like he has, he has lots of potential. He's only like 23 or something. Um, he can play across multiple positions. Mm-hmm. Abada look good. Um, you know, they have, they have a few very good players. Callum McGregor, uh, yeah, but, surprise of the evening. Their captain, Callum McGregor. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he, he's a veteran. He has been there for a few years, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. as I mentioned, he had a great, great shot on uh, on the post. Oh, that shot, man! On the post, very that just, uh, yeah. So for the first, yeah. let's say, thirty minutes, I was uh, I was waiting for something to go down because they kept pressing with that much intensity, even with yeah. uh, even with Joe Joe Giacomakis. Giacomakis, yeah. Yes, sorry, yeah, Giacomakis. Yeah, you mentioned Giacomakis. Uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is the live gone? No, no, no. It's still there. I'm sorry. It's yeah, just uh, yeah. the the pop up that said you have ten more minutes, but then we'll be winding up the podcast right. anyway. Right. Yeah, Jack Marcus, as you as you mentioned, uh, you had mentioned it in the previous podcast that he's a very physical player. I had yet to mm. see him. I mm. agree with you, but then our backline was physical enough to kind of nullify the threat, especially after mm. Rudiger came on, which is. Something that we expected, yeah. but it's something that gives me a lot of positivity in seeing. Uh, yeah, with that, I guess we'll round up everything. Jacob, uh, I'll come to you first for finalizing, concluding thoughts. Match predictions, Mallorca score prediction. Oh, yeah. Go. Ah, true. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, two 0 to us. Uh, oh, like humble, 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 <laughs> refreshing. Learn a thing or two from Jacob. <laughs> He might be saying, "Yo, six nil, man, six nil." You, you just said two nil, so you know. I'll go with three nil. Easy, easy day. Okay, I mean, it looks like we're on an upward climb. I, I initially planned to say four zero, and I'm sticking with it. Let's see what happens. Mm. Okay. Good thoughts. I mean, the team's on an upward curve, as are our predictions. Uh, 
good stuff to see continuously hoping we hoping all the players even our substitutes and even the players that are makeshift to our regular starters they can come in and provide something absolutely amazing in the weeks coming and uh, yeah concluding thoughts Sunit about the live about today's session everything yeah uh, shout out to real madrid committee like always check them out uh, you know our friends uh, at real madrid committee um, they have been with us uh, on this journey for over a year check them out link is, link is in the description thanks for all the people who voted for us in the football content awards i think uh, the voting reopens on the 18th i'll be putting up a story and i'll be updating the description when it comes out so yeah keep supporting the thing if you um, if you enjoy us guys don't share to like share uh, and subscribe uh, liking the video is of prime importance as people say algorithm 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 it goes a long way if you can like the video um yeah man love for the love cheers boys i think we'll uh, end it there thanks to the people in the chat uh, shout out to farooq for being in the chat still uh, farooq says <laughs> guys we support real madrid be positive be humble uh, and not arsenal that's aimed at sunaid so yeah oh my god <laughs> Yeah, yes, he guys. had to bring. <laughs> yes, yeah. Anyway, yes, guys. Hello, Madrid. Hello, Madrid, and see you Hala all Madrid. next time. Bye, bye. Bye.